Greetings friends, today we will end chapter 2 of Ecclesiastes. Our focus will be verse 25 and verse 26. I'm going to read verse 24, which was our focus yesterday, to give context to verse 25 and verse 26. Just a quick um, summary of what we've looked at so far in chapter 1 and chapter 2. Solomon here tries to find happiness and the meaning of life in wisdom through rationalism and he tries through empiricism he he tries it in pleasure he tries it in possessions um, and he tries it in a selfish um, motivation for work he tried to find happiness through working and trying to please himself and he didn't find it and finally he comes to a conclusion let me repeat verse 24 he says the following there is nothing better for man than to eat drink and to enjoy his work i have seen that even this is from god's hand this is the first time he speaks of god and this is the first time he sounds happy he says i found something better finally finally what is it He says there's nothing better than to eat, to drink, and to enjoy. But then he goes on to say, this can only come from God's hand. Meaning, the joy and and the happiness while we work, while we enjoy wisdom, or while we possess wisdom, and while we possess material things, and while we enjoy pleasure, all these things, pleasure, wisdom, possessions, work, they are not bad but when it doesn't come from God's hand it is bad and friends I am going to go into more detail as I promised yesterday into what all of this really means receiving things from God's hand you see Solomon prior to this was not really um, receiving joy from God's hand he began with God when you look at first Kings chapter 4 verse 29 God was the one who gave him wisdom and so God gave him wisdom and joy in the beginning but he disconnected himself from God and he lost that joy and that relationship with God let's go to verse 25 for who can eat and who can enjoy life apart from him Solomon here emphasizes once again that when we lose our connection with God, we cannot be happy. And you know, there are people who say that um, we don't need God in order to be good, moral human beings. Um, I believe that those who do not believe in God, they can do good things. But according to scripture, they cannot be as good as they really ought to. There's a certain level of um, morality that they cannot attain unless they have a relationship with God. Now let's look at verse 26. For to the man who is pleasing in his sight, he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner... He gives the task of gathering and accumulating in order to give to the one who is pleasing in God's sight. This too is futile and a pursuit of the wind. He really ends this chapter 
by speaking on God. The last three verses are just about God, God, and he uses the third personal pronoun, he gives, he gives, and then he talks about um, his sight. Now, there is a, a, a word here that appears twice. In my version, it says pleasing. Other version, it will say good. And the Hebrew word is tov. It says for to the man who is tov in his sight, for to the man who is good or who is pleasing. Um, now this phrase is first employed in scripture in Genesis chapter 1. After God created um, what he was creating in, in each day, he, the, it ended by saying, and God saw what he had made, and behold, it was good. That same word there, tov, is used here. And then in verse 31 of Genesis uh, chapter 1, the Bible says, God saw all that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And so the word in that context for good, let's narrow it down to human beings. When God declared human beings good after he had created them, um, human beings in that context were in connection with God, they were balanced spiritually, mentally, physically, and in, um, yes, and so they were in a right relationship with God. They were covered with the righteousness of God. And the blessings that God was giving them, they were prepared to enjoy those blessings um, because of their strong relationship with God. And so when the Bible here says in, in verse 26, for to the man who is pleasing in his sight or good in his sight, tov in his sight, he gives wisdom, knowledge, and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and accumulating in order to give to the one who is pleasing in God's sight. This is futile and a pursuit of the wind. For the sinner, it is futile and a pursuit of the wind. Why? Because the sinner only gathers to give to those who are good, who are tough, to those who are connected to God. But the ones who are connected to God, God is the one who takes care of them. God gives them enjoyment. He's the one who gives wisdom. He's the one who gives knowledge and he gives joy. Those who do not have God may have a certain type of wisdom. They may have a certain type of knowledge, but they will always lack joy. And of course, the wisdom that they have will not be true wisdom. The knowledge that they have will not be true knowledge. You see, when we are not walking with God, the supposed blessings that we think are blessings are blessings from the devil and they are a curse from God because God allows them hopefully to awaken us and at times to discipline and to punish. But dear friends, when we are not living in accordance with God, the things that we enjoy will leave us more empty. The things that we do when we are not aligned with God are not blessings from God. They are blessings from the devil, but the Lord allows them at times as a curse. And hopefully we can wake up out of sleep, out of slumber. Today I see a type of Christianity that does not seek to conform itself to God. Instead, it tries to conform God to itself. We have found ways of making excuses 
for a clear thus saith the Lord if all the things we practice friends are not aligned with scripture then what we enjoy is not from the hand of God and it's not really enjoyment it's poison and it's going to kill us life is peaceful life is better when we align ourselves with God may the lord bless you and i will see you in ecclesiastes chapter 3